This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. If you think cash back at thousands of your favorite stores sounds too good to be true, think again. With Rakuten, you can save on whatever you're buying for the holidays. So while you're getting gifts for friends and family, get some cash back for yourself, too. Don't forget festive home decor, party outfits, and that trip to see your fam. Because shopping for everything is much more magical with cash back. Rakuten makes it so easy. Here's how it works. Rakuten partners with stores you know and love. Places like Macy's, Bobby Brown, Finish Line, and Ray-Ban. These stores actually pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. You can even stack coupons and deals on top of cash back. Shop at Rakuten.com or by using the Rakuten app and you'll get your cash back payments through PayPal or check. It's that easy. Start your holiday shopping with Rakuten.com to save at over 3,500 stores. Shop for free at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N, Rakuten.com. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by God is My CEO, a prayer journal for entrepreneurs. I am so excited about this journal because it is the first ever prayer journal specifically for entrepreneurs. God gave me this idea a little over a month ago for me to create this journal for business owners. And I am just amazed with the response that has gotten thus far, the people who've been able to pre-order it and download the the virtual digital version um, and get started with growing that relationship with God and allowing God to be the CEO of their business. This journal is amazing because it has a space for you to surrender your business to God. Uh, It has a space for you to write down your million dollar ideas that God is going to give you as you grow in your relationship with him. It has a place for you to write down your answer prayers so that you can constantly be reminded that if he did it once, he'll do it again. There's a page, there's a section called I feel, but I know. And in that section, it allows you to navigate the difficult feelings and sometimes just the very personal feelings of being an entrepreneur and relate that to what the scripture says so that you can be encouraged in those not so sexy parts of entrepreneurship. There's also a section for sermon notes. So if you guys are like me and you watch a lot of sermons online or if you just attend church, there's a section for you to take notes in there as well. And then, of course, there are the journaling pages so 
there's a morning and evening section for you to journal and spend time with God every single day. So I'm so excited about this journal. I've been getting such amazing responses from everyone who's pre-ordered already and been able to utilize the digital version. So make sure you go to www.blessedandbossedup.com so that you can pre-order yours today. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I am your host, Tatum Tamia, and I am so, so, so excited about today's episode. So currently, you guys, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. I know y'all probably like, girl, you just got back from LA. I know, I know. But um, there's this conference called Take Control by Eric Thomas. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him. He is a basically the number one motivational speaker they call him the hip-hop preacher so he also he's super aggressive and it's so funny because if you ever like watch any of his videos on mute it looked like he's spitting like a hot 16 so if I when I first found him before I hit like realized my computer was on mute I'm like dang I don't know what he rapping about but he is killing it just because of his delivery but um yeah so he's a motivational speaker and he's like so excellent at that and so I listen I also listen to the their podcast it's called Secrets to Success with him um his the president of his company CJ and Carl and so the three of them are kind of like the dynamic trio who um took Eric Thomas from this local guy to like this national international guy that's on like doing voiceovers and Wingstop commercials and like all of this stuff. But anyway, so a lot of you guys probably already know know who Eric Thomas is. So if you don't, that's that's pretty much a little a little overview of who he is. So I've actually attended well no I volunteered at the the a conference they had in DC called stay ready and so me personally I'm I'm not somebody who really needs a lot of outside motivation I'm internally motivated I'm also motivated by results so the the cool thing about being motivated by results is that I have to actually do something in order to be motivated so it's it comes naturally for me to be productive and execute on um, ideas and stuff so that's like a strength that I have. So when it came to the Stay Ready conference, I didn't really go to be motivated because this that conference was more so to to motivate people on how to get to the next level. So um, I knew I didn't need motivation, but I was really interested in how they how they operated as a company. And so that's why I volunteered because I wanted to serve as well as as be in the midst of it to kind of learn how it go, how they do things. And, then, and this is why I tell a lot of you guys when you're saying, uh, I want to do this, but I'm not sure or whatever. I always tell you to volunteer because you learn a lot of information when you just volunteer your time and work and pay attention to what's going on and ask questions to whoever you need to ask questions to. So as I was volunteering, I was working at the registration table and um, I realized like a lot of people kept coming up and was like, so so who else is going to be here? Like, what's this about? Like, people were really confused about 
what was really happening that day. All they knew was Eric Thomas was in town and they came. And the tickets were maybe like $300. So it wasn't it wasn't expensive, but it is a pricier than most are willing to just spend and not care about. So, um, yeah, so a lot of people didn't even know why they were there. And so to me, I was like, wow he and he packed his joint out so because i was doing because i was doing registration i was able to see like a a high percentage i don't remember the exact but it was over 75 it was over 80 percent, i think of people who actually bought tickets showed up because a lot of a, a lot of events like people be buying tickets don't even come you know things like that but people bought these tickets and they showed up and then after the the general day they had upsold the people to uh come to VIP and people were like running to the registration table who didn't originally buy VIP to get the VIP tickets. And so I was just like, Oh, this is amazing. Just as like a business person, as a marketer, I was like, what is going on? You know, for, for you to, for people to be here just to see you, like they don't care what's going on, but, but one thing they do know is that they're going to get their lives are going to be changed in some way and that they're going to show up. And I think that's a testament to having good marketing and good branding when people trust you to that magnitude. And that was my biggest takeaway that all the speakers were phenomenal, but my biggest takeaway was build a brand that no matter what you do, people are coming. And so, um, that was my takeaway. And that's what I've really been focusing on. I think this podcast really allows me the opportunity to be able to build that kind of um, that kind of uh, brand. And I'm a little, uh, if, if I'm being honest, events make me anxious. So I don't really want to throw like a big conference. Somebody spoke to me that I was going to, which blew me because I don't want to. But um, I'm afraid of doing those like conferences like that if I'm being transparent because I'd be like what if people don't come you know you spend all this money you spend all this time marketing people don't show up like that type of stuff gives me anxiety so um but I still took that away like build a brand to no matter what you do people will show up show up can mean show up to your event it can mean purchase whatever you're selling it can mean sign up for your service show up means people are making some type of action or purchase decision and whatever you're offering as a result of that expectation that their life is going to change and so um yeah that was my biggest takeaway from that so this event as I told you guys I listened to the podcast and so on the podcast they were talking about their take control conference for entrepreneurs at first I saw it on Instagram and then I kept hearing about it on the podcast and so I was like hmm this is an entrepreneur event like this is something I would want to go to because the speakers were CJ who's the guy who is in charge of like the branding and marketing of ET he's the one because Eric Thomas was actually speaking for like 20 years before he even became like popping popping like to where everybody knows him and so CJ was the guy who took his brain and put him out there in the way that he's out there now um and so he was speaking so he was the one who could be able to answer my question of building a brand that people show up no matter what so I knew I was going to be there um another guy that was there is Josh Hatch he's on their team and he's built multi um he's built multiple companies from zero to multi-million dollar companies so I was very much so interested in hearing um from him as well as far as the business stuff goes these are things that I don't really hear from especially a lot of the local conferences in DC so um 
it was him. It was CJ, Josh, of course, uh, E.T. was speaking. And then um, there was a guy named Chris Daniel, who is he specializes. He calls himself the PMP group guru, the project management professional guru. And he helps people uh, pass their PMP certification. But he also has this assessment called like the animal assessment, where it helps you kind of understand who you are using for animals. It helps you understand who you are and who you aren't so that you can. And, uh, build teams that complement who you are as well as maximize any areas of weaknesses that you have based off of who you are and so who you naturally are. So he did a really good uh, presentation and I always hear on their podcast, they always talk about like, oh, I'm a gorilla. So that means this, that and other. Or I'm a flamingo. So that means this, that and the other. So I'm always like, what is up with this animal assessment? But I always assumed it was like super expensive. So I never really looked um, too deep into it. But so that guy was there and I actually took the animal assessment um, myself. So I'm going to tell you guys about that uh, in a little bit later in the episode. And then also it was a woman named Maya Sly. And she was on WeTV's, I think it was called Cutting Up in the ATL. They didn't say the name of the show, I'm sure, for um, copyright purposes. But I saw I saw the picture that made me think about that show. And she has like a ton of salons in um, Atlanta. And I think her salon was the $50 Weave Express. Uh, so she's really, really uh, powerful in the beauty industry. And then she has other business ventures as well. So she was there. So needless to say, it was a very diverse as well as a very uh, strong panel of people who are going to be speaking at this conference. So as soon as I found out about it, I was like, okay, when do I need, like, which one am I going to? Because they didn't come to D.C. So they went to Miami, Atlanta, Charlotte, and um, Dallas. And so I was going to go to the Dallas one, but I... Uh, because I do not like taking long drives and the flights to Charlotte was like ridiculous. So um, I ended up just going to the Charlotte one. I drove to Raleigh, spent some time with my sister. Raleigh is uh, about three, three hours and 45 minutes tops from me in Northern Virginia. And Charlotte is about six hours from me. So I, I went to my sister's and spent time with her this weekend. And then I, I drove a couple of hours to Charlotte for the conference. And then I'm going to make the same trip back till I get home. But so um, I wanted to talk to you guys about this event because I knew that it was going to be very much so impactful. And I knew I was going to get a lot of takeaways. I also knew a lot of people because I didn't see too many I um actually I didn't see any and I could be you know black people we look young so I could be I could be wrong but I didn't see any that I, I identified as young black women millennials it was a lot of older black women it was a lot of black women there but it was not a lot of young black women millennial 20 somethings maybe early 30s like young people who listen to this podcast type of women and so I was I felt an obligation to take as many notes as possible so that I can talk to you guys about the event and not only about the event like I want to talk to you guys about like nuggets that I took from it and then articulate it for you all and I also want to talk about the process of choosing which events you're going to go to now as you guys know I am a huge proponent of investing in yourself I have zero problem investing in, in myself as long as what I'm investing in is going to solve my problem and who I'm investing in is qualified to give it to me I'm good and so um, when it came to making the decision even though I was already a fan 
of Eric Thomas and uh, and CJ and Carl and the, the podcast and all of these. I saw how they operated on the back end. I thought it was dope. Like all of this stuff, even though I, I already had all of these positive feelings about them. I still had to make a decision if I was going to go out of town to go to their conference. Uh, Cause y'all know me, like I'm a homebody. I'd be trying to be in the house. So um, I had to make a decision on if I was going to go out of town for that. And so um, in making this decision and, and here are some points that I think you guys need to, to take in consideration as well, when you decide who's going to, uh, what event you're going to be going to so that you're not wasting your time on things that don't, that don't serve you or your business. So first things first, I look at who's pouring into the person that's going to be pouring into me so et and his company are faith-based they don't they they're not like um they're not like quoting scriptures throughout the conferences or anything like that but et is a pastor you know he's a believer he's a christian so to me that's like a big uh a big plus in my book on if I'm a come because I need to know like I told y'all before I need to know that if God gives you a message for people that's going to be in your audience that you're going to be able to give that you know because it might be something that God's trying to get to me that I can't get to that he's going to use you for so I need to know whoever's going to be whoever's going to be pouring into me has to be available to be used by God as well and so he uh because E.T. is a Christian and a pastor, et cetera, he is. And it was interesting because he did give um, in, in the beginning of the conference, he was saying that he was on a treadmill and God gave him some things for the people in the audience that day. And so he began to kind of in in the midst of his amazing speech, he came to he began to like tell us things that God was telling him or whatever. And a lot of things really hit home for me. So stuff like that is very important if I'm going to invest my time and money to come to the event. Cause I think to come here, I spent maybe like, uh, the tickets were like maybe 400 or so. I spent the night out here. So that was another, maybe 200 I had to eat. So I spent at least maybe like $600 to come here. So, um, yeah, between gas and all of that stuff. So cool. Spend like 600. Cool. So for me to invest money, like it's important for who I'm going to be investing in. And one, and that leads me to my next point. I'm always pro paid events because I, there's a different type of person who comes to a paid event. And the people who go to free events are not serious because they have no real investment in it. You know, a lot of people who are who were in the room that 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 investment for them, it may not have been as much as mine because they may be from the area. But their investment to come to the the conference yesterday, it could have been significant to them. Like, I don't think I don't think if anybody dropped five hundred dollars uh, today, they wouldn't be a little mad. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you had, excuse me, if you had $500 in your pocket and you accidentally dropped it throughout your day, I don't think there's nobody who would be like, not a little pissed off that you dropped that money. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to get that return on investment. Now, returning on investment does not have to be monetary. I am a hundred percent committed to investing in me as a woman, as I am, as me as an entrepreneur. So, and I knew that this event would bring me both. And so that, um, and this event also aligned with my personal goals. And so that's another pro- proponent for choosing which event you're going to go to. Does this event align with your personal 
personal goals. Like if you want to build, I knew that it was going to be people here who built multi-billion million dollar companies. So I want to learn how did you do that? You know, if you built it from zero to multi-million dollars, like I know you learned a lot. So a lot of you guys talk about picking people's brains, paying the money and going to these events is about picking is where you get the opportunity to ask the questions that you want to ask for people who have been through what you've been through, made it through and, and reached a certain level of success. So, yeah, so the level of investment is important for me when choosing an event. And it's something that you guys should think about when choosing an event as well. And don't be And a lot of people, though, they be like they spend, let's say, five hundred dollars for an event. And they think that they supposed to go in there and somebody's going to give them five hundred dollars. <laughs> like you have to make sure that you apply everything that you learn so that you can be able to. Uh, get your return on investment. I know I'm going to make so much more than $600 off of the information I learned and that I'm going to apply from this event. So I'm not even worried about that money. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's nothing because I'm going to get so much more out of that. And, and God has blessed me with the means to do it. So who am I not to invest in that so that I can, I can grow as a person, as an entrepreneur and ultimately bring more glory to him through what he does in me. You you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go get the information so that God can give me the direction. And boom, you know, I apply those things together and I, I get to the level that he wants me to get to. Now, what's also really important for me for events after I go through the whole decision process on if I'm going to come, who's going to be there, um, the level of investment and not. And I, I do want to be clear that I'm not talking about the level of investment, meaning if it's too expensive, I'm saying the level of investment to qualify who else is going to be in the room because you should be networking uh, side by side. You should be networking with the people who are attending just as much as you're networking with the people at the front of the room. So um, the level of investment, though, is going to tell you the type of people that's going to be in the room. So for, to me, if an event is, let's say, five hundred dollars and I'm like, Okay, cool. Like I know that it's some people who are serious, at least five hundred dollars worth of serious enough to actually be there, um, serious enough about their own development to be there. So then after events, and I suggest you guys do this too, it's just as important what you apply is actually is more important than what you learn. Like you can go to an event, you can get pumped up, you can feel all good, you can have all these notes that you never look at again. And then you go home and you're wondering why, man, I went to that, I went to that ET event, or I went to this such and such's event, or I went to Tatum's event, and it's a week later and ain't nothing changed. It's because you have to change. You know what I mean? E.T. even ended the conference on a powerful quote that I wrote down. And he said that life isn't going to change for you. You must change for it. And I thought that was very, very important point to make because we had to leave that conference and actually apply. We had that because it was a group of people, they're going to give us information. Now we have to decode that information for what that means for us, our goals, our business, etc., so that we can see the results that we're looking for. So as you guys are choosing what networking events that you're going to go to or conferences or whatever, you have to also uh, a lot time for you to, um, for you to be able to apply those things. So me personally, 
I don't like to plan anything after conferences, especially conferences like this. I came by myself, so it was no distractions. It wasn't like I was going with somebody and we was going to go get dinner after and talk about this and talk about that. I was even I was actually supposed to my cousin lives in Charlotte. I was supposed to meet up with her uh, for dinner and just to catch up. I haven't seen her since she moved from D.C., but I had to cancel that because I I was still too into the decoding and and creating the right plan to execute mode. And so what I did was instead of just and also instead of just driving back to Raleigh to my sisters after the conference, I'm like, oh, no, I have to get a room because I need to be able to go by myself, look at my notes and figure out, okay, I learned this. I learned that. What does that mean for me? I had to invite God into my strategy session. Like, all right, God, like we made it here. We talked about, and also let me backtrack. I pray about what events I'm going to go to, too. I actually wrote in my prayer journal, maybe like in January, when I first found out about these events, I was like, God, I really want to go to this event. Is this an event that I need to go to when I got confirmation that it was? So then it was just a matter of which one I needed to go to. And so I ended up coming to this one. But anyway, so I'm praying. I'm like, all right, God, like, let's go. Like, I've learned all this stuff today. Like I pray and ask God to guide my thoughts to, to speak to me in this process and all of these things. I pretty much invite him in so that he can be able to guide me to new ideas and things like that so um yeah so I'm in the room I'm I'm looking over my notes I'm coming up with new ideas and I came up with like something that's pretty 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 dope that I'm going to be doing this year um like it's super dope (laughs) that I'm going to be doing this year that has that nobody is doing based off of something that I learned today no this is going to be something that's so that nobody has seen before um and so I'm super duper excited about it and and I'm excited to execute it because it's going to be fun to do it's a great thing about being an entrepreneur like when you know what you love it's fun so not only is it going to be fun to do but marketing wise is something so different I know for a fact and I know my target audience so well I know for a fact that people are going to uh, draw to it so enough about why uh, I went or or the measuring stick that you should use for uh, different conferences and events that you go to I want to talk about some takeaways from the event because like I said there were not a lot of us there and it's important for me as the person that you guys listen to every week that to really pour into you what other people pour into me. So even though you may not have went to this event, you're going to feel like you did because I took notes for all of us. So I'm going to talk about I think I have four list here. Yeah, I'm going to talk about four events. I mean, not four events. <laughs> I'm going to talk about four takeaways that I had from this event. So the first the first one is you have to walk in who you are, not who you want to be, because a lot of times who you want to be or your aspirations are already in you. Like you already are that person. You already are a millionaire. You just ain't got all your money yet. You already are successful. People just don't know it yet. You already are the best uh, baker in the world. The world just need to find out you already are these things. You know, it's just you just have to dig in uh, deep inside of you to pull these things out. So when I say walk in who you are, 
I'm not saying walk in what you see. You know, uh, uh, you faith is is what you're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. And so it doesn't matter what you see. It, it doesn't matter what you feel. It matters what you know. So you have to one know who you are and you have to walk in it. And if I'm being totally transparent, my current struggle is owning who I am. And it's something that I'm getting better at day by day. But when God starts to tell me who I am, that I'm this, that I'm this powerful woman, that I'm this millionaire, that I was, I'm going to impact, not I was, but I am this. And and it's funny because the, um, the I am was like a really big thing at the conference. You know, he had us saying I am a lot. So I'm trying to change my wording to when I refer to myself, but I am a millionaire or I am a powerful woman or I am going to impact or impacting millions of people. Like these are things that God has already told me about myself. But if I'm being honest with you, I ain't got nowhere near a million dollars. Um, I am impacting thousands of people. So that's awesome. We on our way to the millions of people, but it's, it, it makes me uncomfortable who I am makes me uncomfortable. If I'm being honest, be and very much so transparent because I don't feel qualified. Like I told y'all before, I don't feel qualified for all that God has for me. Or it's a level of responsibility that comes with all God has for me. So, and I know that that, that's just the devil putting certain mental blocks in my head and certain things in my head to stop me from being who I am. And those are things that I'm actively working on getting over so that I can truly walk in who I am. So that I can truly truly walk in it every single day and understand that this is who God called me to be. Y'all going to like it or y'all not. But at the end of the day, I am who God says I am. And that's it. And so that's, that was something I actually wrote down because in this particular session where we were talking about the, I am and talking about the walking in who you are. Um, one of the things that ET was talking about are things that are blocking you from who you are. And those are the things that, that block me fear, fear for not, not living up to all who God called me to be insecurity and feeling like I don't deserve all of this, that God called me to be I'm unqualified for being who I am influences like I said there's a level of responsibility when it comes to leading millions of people and there's also a level of criticism you know what I mean I don't need nobody all in my comments trying to play me because I don't want 2009 Tatum to come out and have these epic clapbacks you know what I'm saying so um these are the things that I wrote down personally that are blocking me from walking in that I am walking in to the, uh or owning the woman who God called me to be and so we all have this list of um things that are blocking us from being who we are a lot of us may not know who we are and that's why having that relationship with God is important because God is going to tell you who you are social media ain't gonna tell you who you are the tv ain't gonna tell you who you are your mom ain't gonna tell you who you are because your mom may not know who she is you know what I mean the only person that can tell us who we are is God so we have to have a relationship with him so that the the I am statement can be aligned with what he has for us 
You know what I mean? So it's it's extremely important for you guys listening. If you don't know who you are, the first step is to establish a relationship with God. That's one of the reasons why I did that pra- this prayer journal is so that you can be able to get uh, create the habit of consistently spending time with God so he can show you who you are. So, yeah, and then for you guys who know who you are, you know what God called you to do, but something is stopping you. You have to identify what that is so that you can work on breaking that down. So so for me, I told you guys I'm working on owning who I am. Something that I had to personally do was block out any type of influences, any type of conflicting influences to who God said I am. And if I'm being if I'm also being transparent, a lot of those influences come from like social media and things like that. We may see what somebody else is doing and make and we talked about this before the comparison game. We may see what somebody else is doing and make us feel inferior or we may see somebody else running their mouth about um, you not a real entrepreneur if you don't do this or this that and the other and it makes us feel inferior about where we are. Social media is is can be very detrimental on your self-esteem. Studies show that social media is very detrimental on your self-esteem. So if insecurity or fear is one or two of the things that are keeping you from walking and who God called you to be, I really suggest you take a break from social media. And one of the things that I do, I'm currently fasting from social media because I don't want God's voice to be because I'm preparing for the challenge, the blessed and bossed up challenge that we're going to be doing in April. I want to make sure that the only voice that's influencing me right now is God's voice. So I'm fasting from social media. Y'all probably like, girl, I seen you post. The power of technology is I can schedule all my posts and they can post. I have a, I use Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y for Instagram and it. It actually posts directly through Instagram. Not, I don't think any other app does that right now. It posts like single posts directly through to Instagram. You can also schedule though, like your stories and you can schedule like the mo- the multiple posts and stuff like that. But um, I use Planoly to plan my Instagram content. I also have, a, uh, excuse me, I also have a social media manager who uh, posts everything else on my page. But the good thing about the Planoly app is I can respond to comments. So if you guys ask me a question in my comments or something like that, I can go into the app and just respond to, to you. So I'm able to still be engaged with those who are engaged with me without being distracted by scrolling on social media or anything like that. So I love that about the app. So if any of you guys sent me a DM, don't don't send me a DM. I'm probably not going to respond because I'm not on it. I'm not on social media right now. So send me an email instead, Tatum, T-A-T-U-M at TatumTamia.com. But yeah, I'm fasting currently from social media because I want to make sure that I'm only hearing from from God as it relates to who I am so that I can grow and walk in in who I am and owning it so that I can be able to pour into you guys the right way and not letting anybody else rain on my parade or influence anything that I say, just so I can make myself as available as possible for God to use me, especially when it comes to this 30 day challenge that we're going to be doing in April. I for, for for you guys that don't know, we're going to be doing the blessed and bossed up challenge where we're going to come together. You have to have a prayer journal in order to participate, but we're going to commit to 30 days 
of making God the CEO of our business. You can get the prayer journal from blessedandbossedup.com, but we're going to commit to 30 days of making God the CEO of our business and we're going to do it together. We're going to hold each other accountable. I'm going to come into the group and go live every single day for you guys to join me. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to ask God to lead me in that area, but we're going to really hold ourselves accountable and watch our businesses thrive as a result of it. So, yeah, I've been really off of social media so that I can protect my mind. And what's funny is, as I was, I always also I pray before every event. I'm a little selfish when it comes to events. I'd be like, you know, God, I I pray that, that, that this event speaks directly to me, that whatever you want me to hear that I hear it like I'm super selfish when it comes to events. I love y'all and all. But if I'm in the building, I need to hear what's, what God has for me. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I have wrote down and I also asked God to speak to me in events. So I know if something hits my spirit hard, I got to write that down. And so um, one thing I heard God say to me in the event is that I have to protect everything that's inside of me because everything that is that is going to get me to who God called me to be is already inside of me all I need is the knowledge in order to bring that out and but because there's so much on the inside of me already I have to protect it and because there's so much on the inside of me the devil's going to be working overtime to not let me get that out and so I have to make sure I protect every single thing that is inside of me so that I'm able to bring it out be successful give honor to God and all of these things so that's another reason why I had to to back off of social media because I'm I have to protect what God put inside of me and if I'm if I'm honest too y'all like I'm loving this being off social media thing I don't know what is going on in the world like I have no idea what is going on in the social media world and I love it I do know what's going on with y'all because if y'all comment on my stuff then that means that if y'all comment on my stuff then that means that I can talk to you guys back and forth through the app, but what I don't have to do is be scrolling and seeing what's going on on any with anybody else or on anybody else's page or any gossip page or anything like that. So I'm loving it. I don't know if I'm going to be back. I'm also considering just to give y'all a heads up. I'm also considering taking down the black girl bosses Instagram page because because it's not a co-hosted show anymore. It really makes zero sense for there to be a separate page just for that when it's me. You know what I mean? Y'all listen to me every single week. So it just makes more sense for you to follow me. And I don't want to be managing two pages for no reason. There's really no separation between me and this brand. So I really need you guys, if you follow the Black Girl Bosses page and you don't follow me, go follow me at Tatum Tamia because I'm pretty sure... I'll be getting rid of that page and just doing everything from my personal page. It's just wasting time and effort to be managing multiple pages unnecessarily. So, and I want to, when it comes to also walking in who you are, I want to ask you guys the question. So we talked about things that are blocking you from being who you are. I want you to think about what are you willing to give up to become who God called you to be? And when I answered this question for myself, I wrote down, I'm willing to give up everything that makes me comfortable. So when I tell y'all I'm uncomfortable doing something, know that I'm still doing it anyway, or I'm, un- I'm uncomfortable with, 
I'm still uncomfortable with all of who God has called me to be, know that I'm still going to do whatever he tells me anyway, because I'm willing to give up everything that I'm comfortable with in order to fulfill my purpose on this earth. My biggest fear is to go is to die and go to heaven. And God is like, this is what you did. Good job. But this is what I have for you. I'm going to be salty. Like I know me. I'm going to be so salty to know that I could have had all of this stuff. I could have did all of these things. I could have helped so many more people. And I didn't because I wasn't listening to God or because I was uncomfortable. I would probably be like, okay, God, so can you send me back for a couple years so that I can do all that stuff? Like I, I would probably be at the gates negotiating because I'm salty that I didn't do everything that I was called to do on the earth. So the thought of that alone is enough to motivate me and to allow me to work while being uncomfortable and I'm and I like being in this position because a lot of people you fear your fear is paralyzing you your fear is keeping you exactly where the devil wants you to be and you trying to do all these things that you're more comfortable with to get your goals accomplished and it's not working the reason why it's not working is because it's comfortable you should be running to things that are uncomfortable because your blessing and your success is outside of your comfort zone so who who for whoever this is for I don't know why I keep talking about fear all the time but whoever this is for you gotta stop letting that fear paralyze you like what are you gonna do differently because at the end of the day we all got free will and God can't bless you in the house so you gotta figure out what it is that you're gonna do to step out of that fear to move to feel the fear and do it anyway to understand that it's uncomfortable and do it anyway so that God could use you otherwise you're going to still be at that job for 50 years unhappy you're going to still be in that relationship for 50 years 20 kids later unhappy you're going to still be having these same group of friends ain't none of y'all doing nothing and unhappy because you scared you know what I'm saying like because just because you scared like that's crazy imagine if all the devil had to do was say boo and scare you and you wouldn't do nothing you just gonna be paralyzed and shocked and mediocre for the rest of your life like come on y'all whoever is dealing with this fear get up out of that get up out of that do whatever you gotta do if you gotta get the prayer journal so that you can commit to working to to spending time with god every day or if you gotta if you gotta simply just do something else it don't matter i just want you to get out of that paralyzed state because that's not going to get you anywhere i know we talk about um being blessed and god is going to bless us and the bible says this you gotta work faith without works is dead you gotta do something if you think you're gonna get something so sorry y'all I just got a little aggressive I apologize <laughs> I apologize I told y'all I'll be praying and ask God to speak through me um on these shows so sometimes I don't know what or how it's gonna come out of my mouth so I'm sorry I'm I, I'm not sorry for whoever's fearful but I'm I'm sorry to whoever is like okay girl calm down um but if you're that person that, that is walking in fear and being paralyzed I'm not sorry you need to get that together and pray about it. Okay, so number two, and my number two takeaway from this event was, and this is actually from Josh Hatch. He said that you, uh, your goal should be to master people, and the business will take care of itself. And I thought that was that was pretty dope. This is the guy, remember, who's built multiple businesses from zero to multi billion, excuse me, million dollar businesses over and over again. And I actually asked him a question because I was like, okay, listen, sir. 
you you just been up here uh sprinkling salt on all these businesses or sugar on all these businesses and they just been out here making millions of dollars and you just keep doing it over and over again you gotta be it has to be some type of commonality or something that you're focusing on in each business that makes them makes them each successful and so when i asked him that question his answer was dang i lost a place in my notes y'all his question was and i need y'all to write these down one know your numbers you need to know where you make your money a lot of you guys are getting paid the most in your uh products but not your services so that needs you need to know where you make your money and figure out where you need to make adjustments to where you're not making your money so that's important. Also, he talked about building a strong team. And when it came to building, excuse me, a strong team, he says that you don't work with people if only you benefit. The way that you get people to really give their all to your business and help growing your dreams is if they benefit from it from uh, in some way as well. And he also says stay lean. And what he mean by that is don't spend money to look flashy. Keep, you know, spend your money wisely. And I thought that that was important, especially for our generation who we also a lot of times we feel the pressure to have certain things. We feel the pressure. This is a super random um, example, but I was watching Loving Hip Hop the other day, <laughs> Loving Hip Hop Miami and the girl Amara Amada, let me say it right. Amada, she um she was talking about how her mom was talking about like getting another job to help support her. And she was talking about to help support her, like her music career and all of that. And she was talking about like she's tired of having to to buy these expensive purses and things like that. So people to think she has things. And her mom is like working in the kitchen and was said she was gonna get a third job to help her. And I'm watching the episode, I'm like, she got Chanel bags. That's about a couple grand, more than a couple grand right there. She got this BMW, like why do you have luxury things if you don't if you can't support your dreams like that makes no sense to me and that kind of goes back to what Josh says like don't be trying to buy all of these expensive things um to look flashy be lean with your money the the richest people in the world you probably would have no idea if you're looking at them so we have to really just be mindful that we're not out here trying to keep up with the Joneses and I think that's an important point for all of us uh because the world that we live in the technology world that we live in we think that we need to have these things but we really don't okay um and then so going back to his point of mastering people in the business will follow i when he said that i thought about people in a few ways i thought about people as consumers so if you master your consumer the business will follow is very much so true if you know your target audience so much so that you're able to anticipate their needs then you're going to be in a really good position in your business uh as y'all know i'm studying for my mba and so uh the company i'm using right now in this class is amazon and so amazon um what's his name Bessos is his last name I can't remember his first name right now but the CEO of Amazon one of their one of Amazon's driving principles is to be customer obsessed he talked about they need to be so obsessed with their customers that not only do they keep them happy not only are we um 
are we happy with Amazon? Not only are they giving us what we need and what we want, but they need to be able to anticipate their need, our needs. So, for example, nobody asked for Amazon Prime. But now Amazon Prime is life. I could get something in under two days. Like, let's go. You know, that's that's awesome. Nobody asked for Amazon lockers, but they put lockers in a grocery store. So while we're grocery shopping, we can pick up whatever we bought for from Amazon. Nobody asked for Amazon to somehow be associated with Whole Foods, but they bought Whole Foods last year. So they're going to probably have in more brick and mortar things going on now. So the, them by them being customer obsessed, they're able to constantly out do themselves you know what I mean and if and um at the conference CJ used Kodak the not Kodak black y'all come on now y'all gotta let y'all y'all in a ratchet go for the sake of this podcast not Kodak black and I say that because when he said Kodak my mom went to Kodak black I'm like Tatum you gotta do better <laughs> but um he was talking about Kodak the camera company y'all the camera company <laughs> I really, my mind really did go to Kodak Black, but, um, the, uh, the, uh, Kodak, the company, the, the company, the camera company, they had like the little Polaroid cameras first. They had the little cameras where you like wind it, the little disposable cameras. They had an intern who came up to them and said, we think that we should move into digital photography. Like these were all my friends have going on right now. And it kind of was just like, uh, bye, like go back to your cubicle. What are you talking about? We're the best at this look at how much money we make we good they weren't customer obsessed they weren't customer focused so now they may they were dominating for like 50 years but now like what people sell people sell like polaroid cameras now as like a vintage type thing i've seen some at target but i don't think but kodak the uh company actually went bankrupt so they ain't around no more just because they weren't customer obsessed so my mom went there as far as uh being obsessed with your customers when josh was talking about master people and the business will take care of itself and so he uh, and then i also thought about connections as well as your team so I, I, and I think mastering people works because even when it comes to your connection uh, when it comes to your connection, so the people that you know, the people that you're building relationships with, understanding people and having good communication skills, even good conflict resolution skills when conflicts arise, are going to allow you to be very successful when it comes to dealing with people in your network as well, and also dealing with your team members. So I personally I, I am a good people person. I'm an introvert, though, so I like to pick and choose when I'm um interacting with a lot of people but when it comes to it I'm a very good communicator I listen more than I speak um I don't I'm not self-righteous so I don't really care about talking about myself I like to get to know other people so um but I've learned though that those basic people skills have helped conflict resolution skills have helped me in a lot of my relationships not just romantic but just relationships in general knowing how to have a conversation when you disagree and it gets resolved as opposed to now y'all don't speak no more. You know what I mean? And some people are not supposed to be in your life. So things happen, but just being able to master people is great, especially in this influencer driven society, going back to business in this influencer driven society, it's important to understand how to be a person of influence. Um, And I, I have a book recommendation for that. 
It's a book by Stephen Covey, Covey, however you say his last name. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I suggest you get that. There's another book. It's called uh, The Power of Influence or Become a Person of Influence, something like that. But it's by, by Malcolm Gladwell. Those are two books that I've read. Uh, another book, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People is an important book. So if, for you guys that, that take notes when you listen to this podcast, I highly suggest that you get those books so that you can begin to master people. Also, um, the third takeaway was sell a spirit or experience when it comes to your brand, because nobody cares about anything else. And I thought that was that was a pretty important point. He uh, CJ was talking at this point and he was saying that nobody cares about how great your product or service is. They care about the spirit of your brand, the experience of your brand. And I loved his branding conversation because a lot of branding conversations that I hear, especially from like my peers and stuff like that, is about like what your Instagram should look like, what your colors should look like, like all of this superficial stuff. But what from but the aspect that he took was about um, to me, it made more sense from a marketing perspective because it, it appealed to the consumer behavior. And consumer behavior goes back to mastering people. The consumer behavior is important when you're selling anything because you need to know how to package it, how to communicate it, how to make them feel, all of that stuff so that they can eventually make that purchase. So um, a, a, a side point to that was how can you maximize, maximize your brand experience? So whatever your business is right now, how can you maximize your brand experience? And this is one of the things that I worked on after I, um, after I left the conference and came back to my room, I, I believe I've done a great job as far as my branding goes um, through like this podcast and through being super engaged on social media and things like that. Um, but I'm like, okay, how can, where are the gaps? Like, how can I get better at my branding? How can I create a better brand experiences? Where are my weaknesses so that I can improve upon them and somebody else can come and give you what, give you Amazon prime when I could have created it myself. And so, um, that was a really, really good point. So for any of you guys who even think that your branding is on point, you think you creating the best experience for your customers right now, really ask yourself, how can you maximize your brand experience? And he talked about, and it was funny, he showed like a couple ads. And if I were you guys, I would subscribe to Adweek. That's something I love to look at. Adweek. Um, I forgot the other one. But yeah, definitely subscribe to Adweek because advertising is a good part, is an integral part of marketing and branding. Like all of this stuff is in a family with the ultimate objective of making a sale. So um, definitely subscribe to Adweek. But he showed us different advertisements and they were so dope just how different the advertisements were and he was saying that there are three things that you need your brand needs to have it needs to be creative it needs to be consistent and it needs to be available and uh, he gave an example so for their business he was saying creative was a lot of people listen to et when they're like working out and stuff because he's like super aggressive and he pumps them up so they so they uh, put his talks that he may have done in person or whatever into the form of mixtapes like that's creative nobody else is doing that um they were consistent so he has youtube videos that come out every monday that's consistent and he and being available is by being like on social media so even looking at at my brand I'm creative. I was creative at first by creating a podcast because none of my other competitors had podcasts. So, but 
I have one of the things I came up with was more ways to be creative now that this platform has become more popular. So I actually did like a little SWOT analysis of other competing voices um, so that I can set my uh, once again, set myself apart and um, yeah, present my information in a different way. So I'm excited about all that stuff that's to come. So stay tuned for that, you guys. Um, Also, when it came to uh, consistency, y'all get a podcast every Monday. I don't care if I got to record it Monday morning and send it out to you guys. I don't care if I don't care what happens. Y'all will get a show every single Monday. So consistency is important because if you know that you can trust me to do what I say I'm going to do every week, then you can trust me in other areas as well. And lastly, availability. I respond to all my comments. If I knew I was taking a social media break. So I'm like, okay, I got this new app though. So I can still respond to people when they reach out to me. I don't see my DM. So again, send me an email instead. But if I get an email from any one of my customers or whatever, I'm not in too popping to where I can't respond to an email. Like I'm, I'm not. So I'm going to be responding to emails. Like I'm going to be very available for as long as I can to the people that support me. So those are the things that, that you guys should really apply to your businesses and really think about as you're building your brand. So, so far, we've covered three points that were takeaways from the event. One, walk in who you are. Two, master people and the business will take care of itself. Three, sell a a spirit or experience because no one cares about your product or service. And four, self-awareness is the foundation for success. And the guy, Chris Daniel, who did the animal assessment, he brought this up as a quote by I don't remember the person's name, but they said the quote was basically saying that self-awareness is the foundation for success. And um, a good example of this that's actually non-related to business is my fiance and I went to marriage counseling recently, right? Uh, Premarital counseling, I'm sorry. As we prepare to get married, we want to make sure that we're doing everything that we can to set ourselves up for a successful marriage. And so one of the things that the the premarital counselor told us was we have uh, we have a good sense of self-awareness and that's going to be the foundation for us having a, a successful marriage. And so I was kind of like, because self-awareness comes from me naturally, I get uncomfortable if I'm not growing. Like me staying stagnant is like the worst thing in the world for me. So I have to constantly be improving on something. Um, And even with my fiance, he is, he may not be as, as, extra about it as me but he's the same way like he works to improve upon things to make himself a better person or make himself better in whatever area he feels like he needs to grow in so for me um what's been very helpful for our relationship and for even other relationships that I have not other romantic relationships I ain't got no side pieces but um other just relationships with people that I have is the level of being self-aware so a good example is when we um in the beginning I've always been easily frustrated to the point where what frustrates me the most is when things don't make sense because I'm such a logical person. If something doesn't make sense, I'm like, what are you even talking about? So that easily frustrates me. So in a relationship, if, if, 
he says something to that didn't make sense to me, I would easily be frustrated. And I and that when you have a gift like me to, to a gift of speaking, a gift of speaking to other people and it positively impacts their lives or changes their lives, a gift of really being impactful with the tongue, it can de- it can easily go the opposite way. I can as much as I can build you up, I can say something that will tear you down as well. So I have to make sure that I keep that in check. Like I can't let my frustration or anything that, or me getting upset or anything, any of my feelings cause me to allow my sharp tongue or my impactful tongue be, be used in a negative way. And so it, it wasn't even put in front of me that that was a real problem for me that me being easily frustrated was a real problem until I got into a relationship that brought that out of me um, or that or got into the right relationship to where it showed me flaws about myself that I needed to improve and so um, I think that level of self-awareness has been like a really great foundation for us and we were excited when we when we heard um, the the our counselors tell us that and I I wanted to share that with you guys because business is business, but you got to still live your life. And there are things that you have to fix within yourself. You have to be self-aware about those flaws that you have that may be impacting your relationship that you think is not going to impact business. So if if something happens in business, which it always will be, so if things hit the fan and you easily frustrated, how are you going to be able as the CEO or as the whoever you are in your business, how are you going to be able to make a solid, uh, clear-minded, rational decision if you pissed? You know what I mean? That who you are directly translates into your business. So it's important that you fix those things. So because I noticed that in my relationship, me working on that has improved who I am as an entrepreneur. So somebody comes to me with a problem, which a lot of times it don't make sense. I'm not like instantly irritated. Like what? Now it's like I'm able to be patient. I'm able to listen and then find a solution to that problem. So I I think it's really important as well when we talk about self-awareness to not think that it only applies to business. It's just being translated into your business because that's all you focusing on. But you really have to focus on a root of certain things inside of you so that you can improve on those those areas of weakness and also get around people who challenge that in you. I've always been around people for a long time. I was always around people who let me word this correctly. I was always around people who didn't challenge me to do better, but getting into the right relationship, a relationship that God had for me, I was, he was able to put a mirror and challenge me in areas that I would rather not look at. You know, we all have like those blind spots of areas that we don't really want to address. And as self-aware as I am and as committed to progress as I am, I'm also human. And there's certain things I just don't be wanting to deal with. But being in the right relationship allowed me to put a mirror, like I said, up to those blind spots for me to understand that I needed to fix them. I needed to fix those things. If one of my goals is to be married, then I need to fix those things because ain't nobody about to be putting up with no woman that's just that's just snapping on them like that. And I don't want to be the type of woman that's just going to be snapping on you like that either. You know what I'm saying? So it's important that we really are self-aware enough um, so that we can improve those areas in our life. And so um, 
also in the self-awareness well in chris daniel's section i told y'all he he does the the animal assessment his website for that is the four assessment.com i'm going to verify that and i'm going to put it in the show notes so that you guys could check it out it was like 85 dollars for the th- for it and so i bought it as soon as i came back to my room because i wanted to know what animal i was because i needed to know as i build a team as i because I cannot do my business myself forever. Like I'm not trying to be a solopreneur forever. I need to be able to build a business, a, a sustainable business um, that has people <laughs> working for it. You know what I mean? So um, I wanted to do the animal assessment so that I can understand myself so that I can improve on the, my weaknesses as I'm building my business to the point of hiring. And I can understand who I am enough to know the type of person that I need on my team so that I know if I am the four animals are gorilla, a flamingo, a chameleon and a turtle. So if I know I am, a, a let's say, a gorilla, then I know that I need to figure out what other animal I need on my team that's going to maximize my the business's effectiveness. And so um to tell you a little bit of, a little bit about each animal, I'm only going to tell you what's provided in his free videos. So I'm, I definitely want you guys to actually go get it. Ain't nobody put no ad in this show. Like this is solely just me talking freely about something that positively impacted me this weekend. But um, the flamingo is like the socialite. It's the person that is the sit not uh, like the center of attention. The the person that works the room. The person that gets the party started. Like that's the flamingo. The gorilla is somebody that's very direct they are results driven they're aggressive they ain't really got time to be playing they're going to keep it exactly how it is um a chameleon is somebody who adapts to their surroundings so you pretty much are flexible in who you are based off of what's going on around you so chameleons are really good at like being supportive to other people um or supportive in companies and the last one was a turtle a turtle is like a perfectionist they work a little slow but they are uh you know that when you get it back it's going to be done right and so when we were in the actual session and he briefly went over each animal i thought i was a turtle now i knew i wasn't slow but he said we can only pick one because i thought i was a hybrid so he said we can only pick one so i'm like i'm gonna go with a turtle because i know i'm a very accurate person and so um when i actually came back to the room and i did the assessment i'm actually a gorilla which i knew i had gorilla qualities i just didn't know which animal i was fully um, which animals more dominant. So I am mostly gorilla. So about like 81% gorilla and maybe about like 60 or 50 something percent uh, turtle. So I have a sense of urgency, but I'm also have a commitment to quality and being accurate. And so I love the assessment because it broke down and I, and I said, I was reading it after the conference. So I, at that point I didn't had like a full day of information. I didn't took all these notes and decoded everything I learned. So I kind of was like, all right, Tatum, this is getting to be a lot. So you need to just stop. So I pulled myself away from it and I'm actually revisited this week so that I can really create a plan to improve upon my weaknesses. But, um, a, a good uh, a good quality or the good thing about this was it showed me not only it showed me not only how I am naturally, but it shows you how you how you adapt to. So when things hit the fan, which animal you revert to. And what I thought it was what was so funny was when my natural behavior, like who I am naturally is a gorilla, but who I am under pressure is still a gorilla. <laughs> 
so it was funny because it was like I, no matter what happens I'm still going to be a gorilla if things hit the fan but then um, something else he said to to be cognizant of is the bigger gap between who you are and who you adapt to who you who you are naturally and then who you adapt to under pressure and so the biggest gap was in my uh, the chameleon that was in me and my chameleon score was already super low but it had the biggest gap between naturally being a chameleon and being a chameleon under pressure so what that basically means is the very last thing I'm going to do uh, under pressure is uh, be a chameleon <laughs> so I thought that was funny because it was like I'm not about to be passive I'm not about to be uh, uh, adapting to nothing I'm probably going to be more aggressive if I'm under pressure because I want to get things done and get them done correctly so I thought that was funny but it also gives like uh, it also gives perspective on how people should communicate with you, how you should communicate with people, how uh, when you're building a team, the type of people you should have around. Like it really broke down some things. And I thought that it was it was just super duper uh, dope. And like I said, I haven't finished going through it. So I'm, I'm going to really dive into that more when I get back home, because I want to make sure that. Even though I'm a gorilla, because something that he said in the session was you can't change who you are. You can only improve upon your weaknesses, but then find the other animals that you can come together and create the perfect package. And so for me, it's important for me to really understand more about that, as well as how I can improve um, my weaknesses as a gorilla. And also, what do I need to start looking for in other people when it comes to me having, whether it be interns? or team members or whoever working with me and even in certain friendships like what type of friends do I need around me that's going to maximize who I am so that was a really really dope uh, assessment and so yeah the 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 point number four is self-awareness is the foundation for success and so that assessment really allowed me to be self-aware based off of the animal that I uh, identified with And so, yeah, that's pretty much my little recap of this Eric Thomas Take Control Conference. I I really suggest you guys follow them. Uh, I think his name on Instagram is E.T. The Hip Hop Preacher. Listen to their podcast. It's really good. It's the Secrets to Success podcast. Like I said, ain't nobody buy no ad in the show. I just personally listen to them every single week and they've positively impacted me. Uh, my fiance listens listens to them and he actually just joined their, um, they have a, 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 I guess it's a community called Breathe University. And so my fiance just joined them. So I'm excited to watch how being a part of that is going to impact him. Him as well as our relationship so I'm excited I'm just excited I was so excited to be here this weekend and I was so excited about all the information that I got so that I can come back and grab the mic I made sure I packed my mic I probably packed my mic before I, I packed shoes because I wanted to make sure that when I recorded this episode that you guys were going to get so many nuggets that I took away so even though even though you weren't there you're you'll be able to apply those things to your life and your business as well So I think this was actually a pretty long episode. So I'm not going to do questions. I'm just going to go ahead and end it here. But if you have questions, you guys, make sure you go to www.blessedandbossedup.com. Click on the Ask a Boss tab so that you can submit your questions. Uh, Definitely submit your wins of the week. So go to uh, the same website, blessedandbossedup.com, so that you can 
uh, submit your wins of the week and we can celebrate you with the music and all of that stuff on the episode. If you're trying to reach me, your girl is not on the gram. So email me at Tatum at TatumTamia.com and make sure you get your prayer journal. I am so excited about this Blessed and Bossed Up Challenge, not just for me, not just for anything that has to do with me, but because of everything that God is going to do for you and your businesses as a result of consistently spending time with him every day. And you'll get to do it with a a group of of women who are going to hold you accountable. So buy one for yourself, your sister, your business bestie, your mama, whomever, so that we can that so that we can um, use it and come together and make things happen. So, yeah, that's it, you guys. I love y'all. I will talk to y'all next week. Amazon Business Honors, Jill Lau, Chief Procurement Officer of Global Network Bank. Last week, Jill saved big and used Amazon Business to help her team buy 327 headsets. Now Bob can keep his conversations to himself. Wait, am I still on speakerphone? With business buying easier than before, Jill now uses her extra time to focus on growing something. 